Cupcake, and welcome to the Vaguely Vaping-related podcast. <laughs> Good morning, whatever time of day it is. Welcome to uh, episode 22 of the Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast. Um, my name is Jim Parker, and I am joined, as always, with... Chandler! Mr. Chandler. Um, and today's episode <laughs> is uh, called The Juice Man Cometh, uh, as we have a very special guest, um, the man, the legend of vapesque fame, Mr. Mark Dolan. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. How the devil are we? Really well. Really well. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. Uh, obviously, Mark and Ian have a, a lot of history, as they're both VTUK presenters. You know, some of us don't need the uh, <clears throat> lights of YouTube. <laughs> to be to be fair, looking at your video feed, mate, it's probably a big, probably a good thing. It's fine. <laughs> I've got a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, so have I. I have no idea how I ended up on there. I mean, blow me. Well, that, that's what he said. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh. It's going to be one of those shows. I'm afraid I've had a it bit day, well, a bit of a week really um so yeah we're all in a bit of a silly giggly mood yeah so go on then jim what happened at half past six on saturday morning for those people that don't know oh 6 36 on the 10th of march my uh third child was born uh, finn jeremy david parker was born he's seven pound two ounces a bit of a chunker um uh, biggest one out of our three definitely um but my wife did go through 74 hours of labour in the the week leading up to it, so a bit of a stressful week. I mean, she started going in on the, the Sunday the before, wasn't it? So it's yeah, kind of it got stretched yeah. over a whole week. Yes, so that was um, horrendous for her with the pains and stuff and constant running backwards and forwards to hospitals you know, three nights of the week. Uh, yeah, very tiring. Not a lot of sleep had. Um, and then it was all over and done with on the Saturday, which was quite good. Weekend to recover, took Monday off, and then back into work on Tuesday. And we are recording this on the Thursday, so I'm just he's sort of not, getting settled back yeah, in. Yeah, he's not even a week old yet, is he? No, he's not. He's no. five days off, bless him. As they say, end result worth it? End result was definitely worth it. It was just a long slog getting there, but they reckon the third one's the hardest, so... There you go. Well, congratulations, mate. And we can we can understand why you're a bit on the tired side. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people like it when I'm tired because I'm a bit more fun and a bit more opinionated, if that's at all possible. A bit more opinion. I think the uh, I think the the brain mouth connection gets a little bit uh, looser. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. which will make for a very fun episode. <laughs> if, I, if I offend anybody in this episode, I'm really sorry. <laughs> No, it's fine. No, I, I, do, I do have editing control at the end, so uh, so just in case we can. Uh, we, we, yeah, yeah, but you make me look like a bigger cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do have that tendency. 
Right, should we go into the should we go into the handshakes? Should we do what yes, are uh, what are we vaping on? Mark! What are you vaping on, mate? Uh I'm vaping on Old Faithful, which is my uh all day all day vape pretty much. Um my Osmodus. I went to holding top to the camera. Then I'm not on the show, am I? Um, you can Osmodus, us. We, li- we like seeing pretty things. <laughs> the Osmodus Ultron um, with the uh, Nautilus Two um, on twelve milligram mint from V4 Vapor. Cool. That's Excellent. my 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 daily nicotine hit. Um, in my other hand um, is my fun build, uh, my f- fun mod. Um, I don't know what it is. It's not mod Mac. Uh, it's got the Bombatech, uh MOSFET in it. What's that on top of that is a Haku. Oh, Haku. Haku. With, with a very uh, nice contrasting white drip tip on the top there. Yeah, yeah. It's a little, little it's a tiny black, black mod with carbon fibre. And then there's the black haku sat on top with a white. Uh, is that an acrylic? Little nub, little nub tip acrylic. Yeah, yeah, tiny little thing. Yeah, it's a nice little stubby. Well, as you know, I've got a big old hand, so it's a. <laughs> it disappears yeah. in your hand, mate. <laughs> a vape flask would look small in your hand. <laughs> yeah. It's quite a quite a nice tidy little mod, to be honest. Um, picked it up this week. Yeah, picked it up a friend this week. Um, I've used the Haku for a while, but the mod is new to me, and I've—I'll be honest—I prefer a true mechanical skunker. To be honest, mm-hmm. uh, I've got a handful of um, MOSFET squonkers, and I just—I'm just not a big fan of them. To be honest, um, this is all right. It's, it's just another. Delrin box, you know what I mean? It's uh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't rave about it. I much prefer the Molly. Yeah, but it's yeah. all right. It, it does, is what it is. It does the job. It's supposed. It's to be more. Fun. It's more the Haku I'm interested in, though. If I'm honest, I do very much like the Haku. Um, Haku, I don't like the stock cap that comes with it. The stock cap is not very nice at all. Um, there's a Vic set on there. Vic right. set cap, um, much better. Much better flavour. I've got a clear one somewhere, and I like that as well. I am, uh, I am right. The, ha- the the haku is that is that cyclone? Is it cyclone mods? Uh, no. no, 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 no. It's haku. Okay, it's just haku. Right, you've, okay. got, you, you've got the haku. Um, you've got the cruiser and the phenom. I've got the cruiser and the phenom. I believe there's a little bit more room on the deck. Australian made, I believe. Well, I say Australian made. Australian designed. Um, couldn't tell you what factory it came, comes out of, but um, no, definitely American. No, it's nice. It's nice. Good flavour. Um, I run mine on about half airflow. It was a two and a half mil, 24 fuse, 38 in there, and about 0. 0.3, 0. 0.4. And it's good flavour on it. Good flavour. Yeah, a lot of people um, really rave about the Hakus and the Nar Car. Nada or Nada. And the Nada and the Nata. And I've never experienced, had any experience with them, so I, I can't I, pass judgment. I've never used a Nada. Um, I think 
anything that was I'm not a big fan of jumping on things that are massively hyped. You know, if I like something, I'll buy it. Yeah. Um and I believe the Nardra and the Narka and they were massively hyped. Um and I'm sure they are very good. Just I never had the opportunity to try one and I'm not willing to part with the money that they go for. Yeah, so. they they are upper <laughs> echelons, aren't they? A little on the steep side, aren't they? They're about the same price, though, as as the, the things like the TAFE and stuff were originally. Yeah. Uh, I just think I think that the, the vape market has moved on so much further now that there are some fantastic atties at much lower prices nowadays. And and you know, reaping back from what we we said in the last podcast, um, you know, is there really a there's obviously a place for them because they're, they're so well received in the market. For, but for me, I can't justify spending that much more, especially when I've never tried one. You see, a prime example is what I was swearing to you two just before we came on the show. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I, I was lucky enough to get a one RDA. And uh, I've, been, I've, been, I've been in the group for a while and I've really been hanging my nose over those, thinking that looks... That looks quite different and, and quite fancied one. I like, I like the idea of it because it's a nice small um, RDA, uh, nice high airflow on it. Um, and it reminds me a lot of the Solo, to be honest. And I really, really, really like the Solo. I've got the Solo. I've not used it for a while, but it's not something I'd ever part with because I do, I do quite like it. A good friend of mine let me try the prototype. Tried it, it was all right, liked it, thought I'd support them, and managed to get hold of one. Uh, the expletives tonight whilst trying to warn, <laughs> unscrew the posts, and also put a coil in it, I wasn't wasn't best impressed. So Yeah, there were a few expletives. One or two, um, I'm not. You even, you even ended up swearing at Alexa. I did, I did. Yeah. <laughs> You found a few matches. You woke her up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alexa, I don't want to play Truth or Dare. Thank you. Alexa, shut up. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Alexa, living room on. Okay. Hey, I've just turned Mark's lights on for him. <laughs> His, the, the lights behind Mark's head have just come on. <laughs> oh, and I love this. Alexa, living room off. <laughs> oh it's so much fun do you think we can order him a TV or something <laughs> I, I, I don't think so I think we've got a podcast to be playing with do you think oh alright okay <laughs> so if you, uh, so yeah not impressed with the one then at the minute I'm going to put a slightly higher build in tomorrow I've heard that sort of 0. 0.6 0. 0.5 is where it comes alive um, I will persevere I will give it a try, but I can imagine that's going to be passed on very quickly. But uh, tune yes. into Bape Talk UK next week to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every, every Tuesday, around, a Tuesday uh, around about eight-ish. Uh, big emphasis on the ish, by the way. So <laughs> right, go on then, Jim. What you got, mate? 
I'd just like to say it's very, uh, very nice of you to bring your your friend on here, uh, Ian. And um, you know, because you didn't plug Vape UK for the last few weeks very much, I even had to help you at one point. And now we've got Mark here; he can plug it all he likes. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so come on, on, Jim. What you... One other question: um, have, Do you have happen to have a beverage with you this evening, Mark? Uh, Me, yes, I have a kind of Stella Artois. Ah, wife beater. Good lad. He's um, not wife beater. He's not wife beater anymore. They changed it. Oh, did they? I remember when Politi- I used to drink political correctness. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's partner beater now. You can't call it wife beater. <laughs> <laughs> because we're not quite mutually exclusive. <laughs> no, it used to be. I remember when I used to be at college and that. I, I swear it used to be about five and a half percent, and it used to give me a nasty head. But now, it's only 4.8%, and I can drink it by the gallon, and I've never beat Lindsay up. Never. Well, once, but... That's only because you don't dare. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't give her a can. You're fucked. <laughs> I am dead if she gets a can. <laughs> Just, uh, just, just, just as a disclaimer, I think uh, you know Mark, Mark is joking, and we don't actually uh, authorize or recommend beating other partners, uh, male, female, or otherwise. But you're more than welcome to batter mine. It's, it's not a problem at all. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> my wife would have my balls. Um, so anyway, yeah, so what, yeah, what are you vaping on? Uh, yeah, that's what. Yeah, go on, Jim. What you got? What you I, what you gonna what you gonna make me green with envy by waving at me? Oh, I'm sorry. Can I can I just say I was vaping on apple and elderflower oh, yeah. from Jeffrey's Vintage Vapes in. Where's that? What what juice was that? Sorry, apple uh, elder uh, elderflower and apple from Jeffrey's Vintage Vapes. Jeffrey's Vintage Vapes. Yes. Where's that available from? Um, it's available from a few good stock essentially. Um. But um, I know, I'm pretty sure that Vapesca have got very good stock of it, though. Yeah, I think they've got a bit, yeah. They've got a very, uh, what's the website? Vapesca.co.uk? I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> we'll ask Leslie. Yeah, chill now, it's fine. <laughs> Come on, Jim, what you got? I have got the uh, WYE, Tesla WYE, with the Berserker on top, as standard, it has become my daily user through work. You're going, you're going mouth to lung with the Berserker. I, uh, I said I was going to the Berserker. Jack still hasn't had it back off of me. I still don't have my Depro back off of him, but hey, I've got two of those. He's only got one of these. Um, uh, yeah, just I still haven't changed the coil or the wick or anything from last week. Um, Twenty milligram. Uh, Olympic Dream from Dr. Salt in there. Uh, it's a pomegranate and blueberry, I think. Sometime. How do you Very get on with the Berserker, Johnny? Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, it's, the, it's the best MTL uh, tank rebuildable that I've I've ever used. It, it's, it's fantastic. The fact that you can adjust the airflow down or up or whatever... Um, as as a tank goes, um, it is very very good. You see, I had very much a love hate relationship with it. Um, I struggled for a start coiling it. I struggled for a start wicking it. It was either a dry hit. it was either a dry hit or yeah. it pissed everywhere. Yeah, um, I'm running mine 
at the minute is 0.86 build. And I'm running that at 18 and a half watts. And I think I've got about the sweet spot on it. But it, I still find it a little bit poppy, a little bit. You, yeah, it does crackle. It does have a crackle to it. You, you're using the extension glass on yours as well, aren't you? Yeah. See, I've, I've got the standard glass on it. It's the 24mm with the standard glass on it. Um, that's got a one ohm bang on the nose, one ohm build in it at 16 watts on the second from top airflow, and it's yeah, it's banging. But I do, I do get what you mean about the either dry hit or um, or gargly, uh, especially first thing in the morning. It was it was really gargly until I rewicked it the last time, and then it was bang on. So I think I've got the wicking right now on it. See, I don't rewick this. I don't rewick it. <laughs> It's working. Just got it right. I've just got it right. I'm running. What am I running? Uh, slime from uh, uh, justadnick.co.uk. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and it, it seems to be working okay. The flavour's good. So until it tastes like absolute shite, I'm going to leave it be. What Dan recommended to me with the wicks is if you cut them so as you know where the where the wicks drop down into the little the little well. I'll be honest with you, Jimmy. I can't remember the deck. It's been that long. <laughs> there's a sort of there's a sort of two and a half mil deep well that the wicks sit into, and there's a pinhole at the bottom of it. So as the juice comes up through that and into the wicks, yeah, yeah. If you cut the wick so as it literally just goes into that well and then fluff it so as it completely fills the the well hole itself, but doesn't go to the bottom, you get you can wick it great. And that's what I did with this one because it was dry hitting. And or or it was gargling, and I cut them so as they literally go in maybe a millimeter into that two and a half mil deep hole, and and just fluff it, and it's absolutely perfect. It really is. The only thing I did notice is the other day when I opened the um, top to fill it because it was getting low on juice, is I noticed air bubbles coming up. So I think it had like a little bit of a vacuum almost created in there. I'm pretty sure mine does that, but I know as soon as I release that airflow, it's gonna fucking leak. Yeah, no. Air bubbles. Straight away. And now I'm in for a wet lap, and not a good you, one. You, you'll get a little, <laughs> you'll get a little gargle for like two pulls, and then it, it's, it goes perfect again. I, I'm really, I'm really happy with it. I'm, I'm really. Uh, we'll talk later about something else to do with that, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the, the, the tank, the, the, the uh, RTA. Really am. Uh, the second thing I am using, which hasn't one part of this has seen some time on the show the other part hasn't is i am uh, using actually what belongs to my wife okay which is, which is an aspire speeder in white and rose gold oh very good <laughs> <laughs> with the uh coil art depot on top um yeah running a point one eight coil in that it's just my normal stainless steel build for for dripping on. Just fancy having a bit of a drip rather than a complete squonking event tonight. Um, so you nicked the missus uh, the missus's mod. Uh, I've been using it the last couple of days. If I'm honest, she's been on the breeze and uh, she's got a gem kit. She loves the gem kit now. The guy sort of pushed her towards a gem kit and, and she's been loving it. So, but yeah, um, so I've got the D Pro and on that I have got. Well baked by Suicide Bunny. Oh, and the, so go on. What's flavour prof, profile of that one? Bakewell tart. Bakewell tart. Okay. It's unfortunately I have to give it to Dan. He said it was it was probably one of the best bake, uh, Bakewell tarts on the market. Um, 
and I have to agree with him. It's probably one of the better ones that I've tried. The, the Aunt Jessie's or Aunt Jessie's or something like that. They do one as well. It's very, very good. Um, but yeah, it seems to be quite a hard juice to get right, if I'm honest. I'll have to put you on our development team because we've got one on um, on our new dessert range. And it'd be interesting to see what you think on that before we release it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll, uh, any dessert things, yeah, push me on to them and, and I'll, I'll give my honest opinion. But just be aware that it will be an honest opinion. <coughs> last, week's, last week's juice test. <laughs> Still, uh, anyway, we'll, yeah, we'll not go into that. <laughs> and then my final hand check is... Oh, God, it's that blooming Bonner mod again. It is my Bonner. It is my Turnwood FX... Switch Fet Squonker. <sighs> with the just... with the alpha on top. Um and in there I have the very last bit of my Barista Brew Blueberry Muffin. Which I put in there on Friday, Thursday, Friday, ready for the arrival of my child and I, I purposely didn't touch my mod until I didn't I didn't use this mod until he was born. It was like I've always had cigars when, with the other two, so yeah, you know. So I, that was I, the equivalent of your cigar. That. I didn't really fancy that. No, you don't, do you? I know. I know. There's. I know a few people who still have. You know, still got cigars, or you know, fancy oh, occasions. I, I, but... I, I had a cigar when the last one was born, which is only two years ago. Two, two years and two months ago. Two years, three months ago. But um, yeah, I just didn't fancy doing a cigar at the minute. So, but I. I would rather now put a nicer tasting juice in one of the mods and, you know, something that I've got the last little bit of and I see them as little treats. Do you know what I mean? When you get to the bottom of a bottle and you just yeah, go, yeah, yeah. don't know whether to use that last little bit or not. And you think, well, I've got such and such coming up. I'll treat myself then, especially if it's a juice you really, really, really like. I mean, you can still get this juice, but no one stocks it locally. So that'll be one to get vape jam more. You're obviously looking on the wrong websites. Oh, I, pro- I probably am. I know. I, I, I know. I've spotted on someone's website, but my local bricks and mortar don't stock it. You know. He, he likes. He likes to go in a shop and, and and feel the stock before he purchases. It's quite expensive, though, isn't it? The barista brew. It's about twenty quid for sixty mil. Plus your nick shots. Plus nick shots, yeah. 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 Unless you happen to have seventy-two milligram nicotine still. Eight litres of it still in the freezer. So. Eight litres? Shite. I'm, <clears throat> I'm down to my last 500 mil. I'll send you a couple of hundred mil. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm vaping on. Chandler, what are you vaping on? Oh, got... oh, hang on. and I've, I've got a, a Brewdog Punk IPA. Uh, you're on the Brewdog. Yeah. Oh, I've just found out... Um, I I've just got onto the the old brew dog thing. Yeah. Um, got a um, what's the what's the beer website that gave you give you twenty cans for twenty quid or whatever it was. Signed up to that, and I've got well into the IPAs and everything else. I've just found out that there is a brew dog pub in Leicester. A brew dog pub. Yes. A brew dog pub. Yes. There's there's a few of them popping up. No. And that's all they sell is brew dog. Mm. We'll have to come to Leicester for a for a night. They've got so many brew, uh, different beers though, haven't they? They've just got yeah, they have. 
Whatever, was, whatever beer you're into, chances are there is a brew dog that you're going to like. I'm quite liking the citrusy ones, though, and I didn't think I would. 5am Saint. Okay. That's, that's quite a good one. Red, the red blue, and white bottle. I've had the blue one and the green one. Uh, <laughs> the blue one and the green one. So, so the blue one is the is the punk IPA, which is what I'm drinking. Yeah, and the the green one is fuck. I just had it in my head and all. I've had the one. I've had the one that I can't remember what color. I can't even remember what color it is. But I've had the one that's got no alcohol in it. It's Jackhammer. You get a box and you get Jackhammer, punk IPA, five AM Saint, and Jawbreaker in the box. Yeah, you see. I'm going to have to Google it. Google it. Go Google. Now, I can't Google anything. The moment I start Googling something, the internet just goes bananas at my end. It doesn't go bananas. It goes fucking potatoes. It, oh, yeah, it goes... I, just, yeah. I am working on it. I am working it's on right. it. It's right. He can cut out your Googling. It's fine. Dead pony, apparently. Dead pony. Oh, yeah. Dead yes. pony. I have tried that one. That's nice. 5 a.m. Saints quite good. The red one. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go out into Leicester. I don't. I don't venture out into Leicester very often, but I think um, it's well deserved. Sorry, Chandler. <laughs> if you if you want a wingman for that for that beer beer thing, just let us know. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> wingman, a wingman to wet the baby's head. Sounds like a plan. But yes, I'll hold you up, and you can sort of try and hold me up. I <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. I fucking love this beer. What's the next one? <laughs> awesome. Hey, right, I'm vaping on. See, because that's what we were talking about. Uh, I, I have, I, I haven't mouth to lunged in, in, in so much, so much this past week because uh, Craig Nichols completely surprised me. He kind of got together with uh, you guys on Vape Talk, didn't he? With yeah, you and yeah, so you kind of knew about this way before I did, but he kind of just sent something to me, and I, I had to open it live on uh, on YouTube. Uh, so have a look at go onto Vape Talk UK and have a look and see if you want to see me opening it. Uh, it is, in fact, a original Star Trek communicator. Um, the- I'd 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 like to admit it's not. It's an it's an ex communicator. It's an <laughs> and if you can fucking have Campfield, I can have that fucker. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> it's an excommunicator. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's an I've original. Wait, I've been waiting to do that joke all week. Have you? <laughs> well done. You got that in there. I'm so proud. I thought it was purely my realm, the uh, the crap jokes, but no, it's fine. Right. So yeah, it's a it's an original Star Trek communicator that Craig has heavily modified, and on the back it's got a five ten, and I've got a Aspire Nautilus Mini on there, mouth to lung. One of the buttons on the front is the fire button. It's got a modified switch fet in it because it's got a lipo battery. So um, the switch fit needed to cut out at 3.3 volts. So bless Herbie McCubbin, he made a custom switch fit for Craig to use in it. So it's fabulous. It's just absolutely mouth to lung. Love it. I've mm. got to say, I've, I've, I've actually had the, the joy of using 
uh, and seeing it up close and the workmanship on it is absolutely incredible it doesn't look effectively it is two bits stuck together however the the it's just done so well that you would not tell that there were two separate components that make that up. It's just amazingly made. It 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 doesn't. It's it's not Heath Robinson at all. It doesn't look cobbled together. It looks like it has been produced like this in the first place. Yeah. Um. It doesn't look like a a one off. It looks like you know something that that's mass produced. It it, it looks it looks. I'm, I'm meaning that as a compliment. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely fabulous. So yeah, I've been using that as my mouth to lung vape. The only issue I've come across with it is that I tend to do the majority of my mouth to lung vaping in the car. Not when I'm driving, obviously, officer. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I mouth to lung in the car. The trouble is, I'm a little concerned because it does look a little mobile phone-ish. And I'm a little bit scared I might get pulled over for having this in my hand. <laughs> Even though it's I, not a phone, I think you would be pulled over. It doesn't actually matter whether it's a phone, a handheld. And this is what the law is: the law is a handheld device, not a mobile phone. Uh, Therefore, any the... any vape, any vape is a handheld device. Uh, this is true. We're getting into that. It's it, it's 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 a great area. And from talking to talking to police, uh, a police officer as well, he doesn't know of anybody that's been done for using a vaping device in a car. Um, and if no, they if no, they were, as, go on. as as someone who works with a scanner all day, driving the van and doing deliveries, our scanners we can be pulled over for having them in our hands. They're not yeah. a phone. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But you'd you'd probably get you'd probably get done for driving with undue care and attention rather than anything else. No, no. My brother is a police officer who recently pulled somebody over who works for a, a, another firm because the guy was using his scanner looking for his deliveries and he ticketed him for using a handheld device whilst driving. It's a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a computerised device, isn't it? You know, whether I, think, I think if it's got a screen on it, I think is the, is the biggest key. But yours hasn't got a screen on then, Chandler. This has got no screen on it whatsoever. It's, it's, it's literally a LiPo battery and a button. Well, I think if, if police wanted to be wankers, that's got a screen on it. I'm holding up my WYE. That's got a screen on it. Could could that be, you know, mm. a handheld device? I'm always very careful. I don't tend to vape in the presence of the old bill. Um, yeah. not, not, I, I literally use a mouth to lung in the car, and the amount of vapour that my Nautilus produces is next to nothing. I, w- I wouldn't drive and cloud. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. no, it's just fucking stupid and fucking dangerous. I obviously um, don't vape in a company vehicle anyway. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just 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 for podcast listeners. Uh, yeah, podcast listeners would not have seen the way Jimmy raised his eyebrows at that point. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, on on. I, don't, I obviously don't want to say who you work who you work with, but aren't they? Are they franchises? Isn't that your own vehicle? I am. I am a franchise. Yes. Is that your, not your own vehicle? It's leased through the company I work for. All right. So yeah. I I lease a vehicle through them. Right. Okay. And and also anything, even if you owned the vehicle, if you owned a vehicle yourself and had their livery on it, if you have their livery on it, you cannot 
smoke in your own vehicle because you're you're you've got their name tattooed all over it. Well, it's a place of work, so you're legally not allowed to smoke. Commercial, any commercial vehicle, you're not supposed to. I drive a commercial vehicle. It's a big no-no. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Mm. If it's a commercial vehicle, you're not supposed to. Even if it was like a a, a company car, or you know, a, a car that the company used, you're not you. That's then classed or deemed as a as a business vehicle, as a commercial vehicle. So you're you're not supposed to. But then again, I mean, it's the same as the speed limit on a commercial vehicle on on a 60 mile an hour road on a national speed limited road is only 50 but yep. no police officer in the world will stop you for driving at 60 also not allowed in lane three on the motorway either correct not allowed to do 70 on the motorway so by by, by rights I, I drive a, a ford ranger and by rights, that is a commercial vehicle, but the the wife and I had a, a big argument over this the other day, um, and apparently it goes on the, the weight of the vehicle, the unladen weight of the vehicle, and apparently the Ford Ranger falls under it, so whilst it is a commercial vehicle, because of the unladen weight, it doesn't fall under the same, can't use lane three, can't go over six yeah, miles, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But, but that was new to me, that was absolute news to me, I didn't, I knew nothing of that. But but most police officers will turn a blind eye. Anyway, what else, Chandler? Why else you vacant, Chandler? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's fine. We'll just, it's fine. We'll just take uh, we'll just take an hour to do the hand check. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I've got my. Uh, I'm hold. I keep holding it up to the camera for this as well. Yeah, it's uh, my VVRM. So with the M Doctor door, so it's mech mod, and I've got the GR1 on the top, which I am. I'm getting used to. Um, when I first got it, I was a bit unsure about the way that you build it because you have to take these tiny, useless little screws out to to put the build in. But actually, that works really well because you literally just lay your coil in. It goes through the the channels where the screws fit, and then you just put the put the screws in on top. So building it is a building it is actually a piece of cake. I still absolutely loathe the teeny tiny drip tip, but you know what I'm like with drip tips. It's got to be four yeah. foot long. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be at least at least four foot long uh, for me to like it. But uh, I, it is growing on me, and I'm I've been using it. Uh, I've actually been using it more than my more than my Entheon. So uh, so yeah, there you go. And I've got uh, I've got this one from just add nick.co.uk in that as well. So so yeah. Nice custard flavour. I, th- which uh, what do you think to this one, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I do like this one. Um, I, I like most of the range actually. This one, this one, funnel cake. Uh, uh, that one. I haven't it's, tried. It's it's, it's strange because I I I, re- I really think that this one and um, Ambrosia, very similar flavours. I don't. I don't think so. You don't think so at all? No. <laughs> just, just, just because it's a custard, does it make it the same, very similar flavors on a on a menu? Is, I find, yes, I, yeah, custard. I find. I, I must admit that the, this one is is sweeter than uh, Ambrosia, so it's got it, it's a it's a little bit sweeter. But I, yeah, there you go. It's, it's interesting how we find that uh, again. How we find the different flavors. How different flavors appeal because I yeah I do prefer the ambrosia to this one, but I don't dislike this one at all. It's great. It's uh, it's really nice. 
the reason why you like Ambrosia more than you do this one is because you're fucking mad. Yeah, quite possibly. So there you go. This this being the man who fucking talked to himself for fucking a year and a bit on a podcast. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, all right, okay. Fair dues. <laughs> uh, my other one, I've got... Uh, I've got my Noisy Cricket. So Noisy Cricket 225, and that's got my Serpent SMM on the top. And inside there, I have got Flavour of the Week. Is that your £50.49 setup? That is not. I ended up getting this for £47.49. He did it. He did I it. actually did it. I got the Noisy Cricket for £24.99. Hey. So uh, I, that is a sub-50 quid setup. Good lad. So there you go. But, I'm having it. That is my sub fifty quid setup, and I'm loving it actually. The the noisy cricket, the the dual. Uh, so it's in parallel mode. Uh, did I have this last uh, last podcast? I now can't remember. No, no. no I didn't. I, uh, this is fantastic because you can you put the batteries in as uh, parallel, so they both go in positive down, and the battery the battery cover at the bottom. Mm. Uh, you've got a parallel mode, and if you flip the contacts over, you can actually take the contacts out, flip it over, and then you can turn it into series mode. You were saying this on the last podcast. Mark probably didn't hear the last one. Um, we were discussing uh, setups on a budget. So we set a budget of 30 quid, budget of 50 quid, budget of 80 quid. Um, and Mark, um, Chandler was actually looking to, to buy himself a setup for £50. Pounds. So um, he ended up, he, mm. initially on the podcast, he went over budget, but he's managed to get it under Yeah, because I found that where I, initially where I found it, the uh, Noisy Cricket was coming in at about twenty seven ninety nine. so it took, it took me all of 50p over, 49p over. And I wouldn't let him have it. I wouldn't let me have it, but I bought, I managed to find a website that was doing it for 24, 24.99, so that brought it under budget. What tank's that? That's the Serpent SMM, the Suck My Mod uh, version. So single coil, uh, single coil, basically a single coil. Have you ever seen the Troll? Yes. Yeah, basically it's a single coil Troll. It does actually look really good on there as well. It does, it's, actually. It, it, the finish matches as well from what I can see on the camera. Yeah. Um, almost looks like that could quite happily come as a kit. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't look out of place being bought as a kit. Is that a 24mm mod? It's 24, yeah, 24mm tank, and no, it'll take 25, The so you can put a 25mm atty on there, there's just a tiny, I don't know if you can see that, tiny Speech, bit of overhang, yeah. but it, uh, from the mod side, uh, but because it's got that ridge on it, it doesn't look out of place at all. It's yeah. chamfered down. It yeah, yeah. It does look quite nice. Like I say, it does look like it could be sat, you know, in a counter with the rest of the the complete kits in a shop, and you know, looks yeah. like it could be a go. And Pretty- yeah, with with parallel mode, this battery just lasts for bloody ages. It really does. Might, so, to, might have to invest in one of them. Yeah, no, yeah, get one. I I, I do Ooh. recommend it. You've got the you've got you've actually got the um, pedometer. It's not a ped a potentiometer. There you go. The, you've got a potentiometer, so when you're in series mode, you can choose between having a pure series, uh, where it just gives out the uh, the battery output, 
or you can use that potentiometer and change the voltage. So, just just a quick one. When you you just reminded me when you discussed your battery life. Yeah. Um, I, I did a little test this week because I wanted to know what was better, the Spire um, Speeder dual battery or the Tesla um, WYE. So what I did was I, I used the Berserker for a little while on top of this mod, on top of the Aspire, um, for a couple of days, and I was averaging about 12 to 13% of my battery drop. The um, Tesla, on the same daily rotations, on, on the same you know same amount of juice going through it and all the rest of it, came out at a massive 7% a day. That surprises me because I I heard that the that those Teslas had issues with discharge whilst they weren't being used. They really shouldn't do. It's the same board as was in the uh, one twenty with yeah. the switch on it, so you can switch it on and off. The right. the, the board is absolutely unreal. The, the, for for um, frugal use of, of the electrics of the of the the, the energy, it's unreal. It really is. I was I was so surprised at how little I was getting out of the the Tesla. I thought, well, I'll try it and see. Maybe it's just because you know I'm not used to doing MTL setups. I'm not used to MTL vaping. So I thought, well, maybe it's just because of the coil and the wattage and blah blah blah. But I set it up exactly the same, sixteen watts. Run it for a couple of days, and yeah, it was it was twelve thirteen percent on a, a day on the speeder, and only seven percent a day on the on the RYE, which is great because what it means is this setup will be coming with me to Fest and places like that, and I won't even need to change the batteries over Fest weekend. Yeah, it should last you all weekend, that. Yeah, last me all weekend, easy. It'd be great. See ya. News. News, indeed, news. I, I, I must admit, I'm blatantly nicking this because this... Um, uh, Stu had this for news on Vape Talk UK, and apparently last weekend there was an expo in Italy. So there was a vape expo in Italy, and police have raided it and confiscated all of the e-liquid. So oh, completely! They they raided it just as it was just before it was opening. They. Was it all e-liquid? All flavoured e-liquid. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they came and confiscated the whole lot. Uh, I haven't had a chance to really look into the regulations in in Italy, but from what I can gather, the Italy have uh, kind of taken the TPD and put it to its uh, taken it to an extreme. And they are heavily taxing uh, vaping in Italy. So it is actually more expensive to vape than it is to smoke in Italy. But surely the government are generating so much profit from this. Absolutely. I, th- I think the part, part of it is, you know, they're thinking that all of this vape, all of this cigarette tax that they're losing from... Vaping, they're not happy about. Hence, they're uh, so. Hence, they're being quite heavy-handed with it. Uh, they just want their taxes. So, which is which is great, and which is more reason why they should be 
pushing for these things rather than raiding them. Because if people can buy their e-liquid freely on the open market in Italy through shops, then it's going to be taxed and all the rest of it, and they're going to generate an income. By doing this and taking away people's stock, what they're actually going to do is the people that were going to buy juice at the event are now not going to, and they'll probably end up going online and actually purchasing it from outside of Italy. I was under the understanding it was something like Bacari Law. There was a, a, a new law that was brought in, and electronic cigarettes could only be bought from tobacconists. So they were stopping basically vape shops from yeah. from selling but I was understand I was under the understanding it didn't start until the end of March. Are we in April yet? We're not in April yet. No 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 we're in I didn't say. think it started until the end of March this year. So unless it's a big tax thing. Do you know how we've got um with alcohol over here? Um I sent my we sent my mother in law to a um like a gin experience day where they made gin. Um, And I think it was about 80, 90 pounds a head, but they got to make their own bottle and make their own stuff. But it had to go through customs and everything else. And Joe Joe the Little Stamps on the Spirit. Yes. £9.50 Wow. £9.50 a sticker. So I'm wondering if exactly the same thing might happen in Italy where you will yeah. buy, you have to buy a sticker to put a sticker on a bottle to say that tax, that duty has been paid. Yeah. I, I, from, from, what I, from what I can read, I, I, I don't think it was exactly legal. Um, however, the lawyers and what have you could not do anything about it because they weren't expecting it it just happened and obviously they can't you know if it's already happened there wasn't there wasn't a hell of a lot they could do about it you know you'd be pissed though wouldn't you you know how much you would to stand at an expo to 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 pay 10 10, euros to stand at an expo to then have all your stock seized yeah destroyed by oh by a, a heavy-handed uh, authorities, but all credit to him. All credit to him. Apparently, the expo did not close. They opened and ran the expo for the full weekend, just without any liquid. But if all the vendors who were just there to sell the e-liquid, what well, you know, they, they obviously didn't have any. So that's that's all of their income gone. Yeah, I think the they, they ran the yeah. hardware. Obviously, wasn't an issue. Yeah, I think that they ran the expo, and all the juice vendors were like, "Here you go. This is where you can get it from." Um, handing out information and and all the flyers and whatnot, but the they they weren't able to uh, to sell or or offer taste tests of any of the flavors. Uh, it's all about the monopolization, isn't it, of tobacco in yeah, Italy? It's end of. Yeah, go on, um, Jimmy. What, have you got anything? Well, mine, mine's a little bit tobacco-related, if I'm honest. Um, the uh, New Zealand Ministry of Health have taken Philip Morris to court. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Philip Morris is facing two charges in New Zealand's court after the Ministry of Health said that selling the 
selling the Heats tobacco sticks is against local law. Really? Uh, it is the heat sticks that contain tobacco, and there's no problem that this product contains tobacco, said the Health Ministry prosecutor, Sally Carter, whilst addressing the Wellington District Court. She pointed out that the issue came down to the legal fine print. The real problem is whether this product falls within a Smoke-Free Environments Act 1990, she said. This is the, see, um, this is the bit that, that gets me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is with the classification, okay? Uh, and it goes into detail about the fact that they're heated when it sticks on um, heats and these heat sticks. But the bit that caught my eye was... Where was the bit with their reply? Here was their bit the reply. Philip Morris is defending the charges, arguing that Heats is a smoking product. Therefore, it will be interesting to watch the outcome, since the device is neither a smoking product nor one that is consumed orally. The thing is, if it was consumed orally, it comes under this um, smoking practice thing. But Philip Morris is defending the charges, arguing that the Heats are a smoking product. So hang on, he's actually saying it's a smoking product. Correct. That was the bit that caught my eye. Philip Morris actually saying that it is a smoking product. Therefore, it it goes against the the legislation. So in one breath they're saying it's not a smoking product. And another in the next breath they're saying it's it's a smoking product. Just trying to cover their own backs with it. It is what they suit it to be. You you all know my opinions on PMI and and I say this wiggling my fingers from side to side in a quote manner, heat not burn. Um, at the end of the day, you stick a fag in it, you heat it, you burn it. It produces combustion. Therefore, to me, it is a cigarette. But yes. decide, you need to decide what it is, not go, oh, well, we want to go to a vaping conference. Therefore, oh, it's not a cigarette. We're heating, not burning. But when it suits you, when you're being shit on by New Zealand government... Oh no, it's a cigarette now. Make your fucking mind up. This is this is exactly why I brought it up because um, that Philip Morris brought up in in the case the the definition of the word to smoke, um, meaning that it needs to be ignited. Um, so so basically, the minister latched onto that and went, "Okay, so you've just proved my point. It's not ignited. It's not it's not set on fire. Therefore, it falls under this uh, this this act." And then they turn around and go, oh, no, it is a smoking product. So if it is a smoking product, surely it falls under that act anyway. If, if, it's, a, if it's a smoking product, no. Um, because it's the Smoke-Free Environment Act oh. 1990. Got you. And they're saying, no, 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 it's a smoking product. Therefore, it doesn't come under this smoke-free. It, it, it's a smoking so yeah, oh, it's all just, it's, they're just changing what camp they want to be in in order to suit th- themselves. Yeah. Philip Morris wants to have his cake and eat it. I think exactly. You know, I, they bold, they boldly came out and said, "PMI will Philip Morris International will no longer be producing cigarettes. We're we're not going to produce cigarettes anymore. But here, have these little cigarettes that you heat, not burn." <laughs> 
jog on, mate. It is. It is. I, I, mean, I, think, I think Mark has a very similar standpoint to Big Tobacco as I do, and it's quite nice <laughs> having somebody here who doesn't go, oh, but what about, would you let the cloners get away with it? No. All right. <laughs> uh, look, I, I, I've made I've made my point. I think it, I think it has a I think it has a place as a smoke as a smoking cessation tool, because there are people that just don't get on with vaping, and 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 I know that vaping isn't for everybody who's trying to quit. I I, I do think it it is nice to have that as an option, but you cannot claim that it is a healthier alternative. It is effectively if, effectively for every four of those. Uh, dinky things that you're whatever you're doing with it whether you're smoking it or sucking but you're sucking inhaling thing. thing well, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. for every four of those you're it's the equivalent of a normal cigarette and, and unless you unless you my, use... my issue with big tobacco and i've said this all along and i and i, I have no issue do you know if they'd have and i'm going to use this this term loosely if they'd have jumped on the bandwagon early enough and supported vaping in the early days, right? Rather than trying than going out of their way and spending spending millions of pounds to discredit vaping and saying how bad it is for you. A prime example, and I had this conversation with Chandler the other day. Um, my brother is one of those that listens to the news. He listens to bullshit that he hears. He listens to what people, and he comes up to me and he's. He's a, he's a dickhead anyway, but he comes up to me. It was at mum <laughs> and dad's house, at mum and dad's house for um, uh, Mother's Day at the weekend, and he comes up to me and he goes, "How's your popcorn along?" And I was like, "You know yeah. what, Jamie? Fuck off." Ah, uh, yeah, but you've got popcorn along because you vape. And I said to him, "Do you know the only reason you know about that is because of big tobacco? It's bullshit, and big tobacco have gone out of their way." To put the word diacetyl in everybody's head to make everyone... That is my issue, that they've gone out of their way to di- try and discredit vaping to all of a sudden go, woohoo, vaping, let's make millions of pounds. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Pick your camp. Pick your camp. You're either pro-vaping or anti-vaping. Make your choice. Stick with it. I'm the same with anti uh, with Big Pharma as well, but we won't go there. <laughs> I, I, I just don't I I would rather see my money go to companies who have specifically been set up to uh, to this industry to the vaping industry as opposed to a company that's tried to kill me once and, yeah. and why would I give them the money twice? That's that's my biggest issue with it. And but you are right. The amount of times that people was like, oh, you know, uh, big tobacco slating it again, and another another write up in the paper to to find out then the the week that they put up a massive billboard in London. I think it was in Leicester Square, or just outside Leicester Square. They put up a massive billboard and and the, the internet and all the forums just went fucking nuts for it, because, well, Big Tobacco are now admitting it, you know, smoking uh, vaping's better than smoking. Well, we all knew that. <laughs> they were the ones who needed the confirmation, yeah. you know. But they haven't got the confirmation. They already had that confirmation. They just wanted to peddle their own product. And now that they've realised that vaping is going to become the thing to do, um, and people are going to stop smoking, they want to get into this product. So, hey, I just thought it was quite nice that Philip Morris was getting another mention. Yeah, I, 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 cock. Yeah, it, and and really struggling with that ICOS. Really struggling. And so everybody should. 
Yeah. I, uh, I, I publicly said I wanted to try one of those, that I was going to buy one and try it on the show. And then and, we found out how much it was. Then I found out how much they were. I was like, fuck that, oh. keep it. You can keep it. <laughs> they weren't cheap, were they, mate? No. I think it was about 80, 90 quid for a setup. It was ridiculous. It was it was, uh, it was, was 80 quid for you, for the setup with one pack of 20 sticks. And no, 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 no. 20 sticks. Come on, call them what they are. 20 <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the other one was something ridiculous like 120 130 quid wasn't it and that came with five packs of these uh heat not burn cigarettes that came in five packs of 20 yeah it was it just wasn't it just wasn't you we just weren't gonna go we, we can't just try that try that on a whim can we that, that <laughs> was another thing that rattled me that they were they'd given out stickers weren't they to put on um, to put on cafes, restaurants, and pubs, saying you're more than welcome to smoke your Icos here because it's not a tobacco product. Therefore, you can smoke in here, and it and you're not breaking the law by smoking in a public place. No, you are. <laughs> you are. Cause it's Did anyone pub. walk past the Icos stand at Expo? Did you smell it? Yeah. Yes, good smell. I- I I didn't I didn't have enough time, um, but I hope they're at the next one because I am nicking Chandler's mic, and I am. Oh, going that to... is going to be so entertaining. <laughs> it, Ian met up with me this year, and I have my wife with me, and I noticed a product. I specifically went over to this stall because I recognised the branding. Um. And I specifically asked the guy behind the counter, uh, behind behind the stand, to just have a look at a very specific bottle of juice. And he handed it over to me, and then my wife walked away. And Ian, I called Ian over to have a look at it, and then Ian stood there, open-mouthed, as I tore this bloke a new arsehole. The, the bottle of juice in question had... Um, the Coca-Cola's uh, livery on it. It had Coca-Cola's lettering on it. It had Coca-Cola's branding. It, it had absolutely everything. Um, it was. It was called. Uh, my, it doesn't matter what it's called. Was what it was called. Something along those lines. <clears throat> and I tore this guy a new arsehole. And at the point he went, "Oh, we we just sell it. We do it. Uh, just sell it." And I went, yeah, and that's why you're not fucking getting my money. And then I ended it with another word that I won't say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does, that, basically. does that designate an edit, that word? Uh, no, it's not designated. No, not edit, quite. But basically, I just don't try and cunt very much. Yeah, basically, <laughs> called him a cunt. On the, yeah. I did call him a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Openly, in front of everybody. Openly, yeah. Poor bloke. He did, you should have seen his face. He just didn't know what he was. Just like, because uh, uh. he thought he thought you were because you beckoned me over to the stall. He's thinking he's going. Oh wow, yeah. Look, they're really interested in our juice. And then and you I just flipped it on a dime. Then you just threw that at him, and his face, bloody hell! If we could, if we could have videoed that, that would have been uh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> Poor bloke. Poor bloke. I do feel for him. But there we go. <laughs> hey ho. 
Chandler, give me yes. some more. Some more news. I, I, I actually think this is more Mark's than mine, to be fair, because the only reason I know of it is because Mark posted it on, uh, uh, posted it in the Vape Talk presenters group and went, had you seen this? And it's uh, it's a bill that is going through that is in the process of going through Parliament at the moment. That is, have I got this right? Actually, trying to remove no. uh, some no. parts of the uh, get, try and remove e-cigarettes from some parts of the TPD. It's one MP who has put up the bill to be read out and to have a second reading in the House of Commons, in the House of Parliament. Right. It's not actually... It was very clickbaited um, to to make you be like, oh, this isn't going to happen. Oh, this looks quite interesting. And actually, it's just someone is proposing a bill. Oh, yeah. um, it, it's somebody, an MP, who's proposing a bill um, to loosen the regulations on... Vaping doesn't mean it's going to go through. Don't you know? All start pinning your hats on that one. It's it's got to go. Th- you know, it's got to be discussed and no doubt voted on about a million times before. And, and every part of this bill will have to be voted. And you know, this could take a long, long, long process. But it, it, I mean, it's a positive because at least there's an MP who's sort of going. You know, maybe we maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Maybe we shouldn't be doing yeah. that. And exactly. I think. If, there's actually 11 more stages after this before it becomes law. So the, the chance of it actually happening is Slim. Probably, probably next to none. How many times has it happened in the past? But, yeah. but as Jimmy says, you know, it's positive. It's, you know, it's, the fact it's being listened to again. I, I think with Public Health England being on board, um, yeah. I think with even people like Cancer Research being on board and stuff like that now... For, for an MP to be doing this, I think it, it, it's going to carry more weight than it did six or 12 months ago because of all yeah. the research that's now come out a bit more and and the people who are now on side. Like you say, I think it's more much more likely to be taken seriously. I, I, I think had we, had we seen something, had I seen something like this, like you said, had I seen this 12 months ago, my first reaction would have been... This is fake. Mm. Whereas having seen it today, my first reaction was, "Oh, bloody hell! What's what's going on?" I mean, I had to I had to look into it and and, and think what what you know look look a little bit deeper. But uh, yeah, my first reaction was more I was more prone to believe it than I would have been six months ago, let alone twelve months ago. Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest U turn that we've seen in the last twelve months is cancer research getting on board. Yeah, and the whole stopped-over thing, you know, that 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 was a big step for 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 an organisation that's been so anti towards vaping. Yeah. Very much like you know the tobacco, you know, big tobacco, but they did it for a different reason. You know, big tobacco did it because they wanted to still peddle a product, whereas uh, I think Cancer Research did it from a, a standpoint of there hasn't been enough research, or you know they yeah. wanted to, they wanted to cross uh, cross the T's and dot the I's a bit before they sort of went with it. But that was a big U turn, and and I think that everything's just going to pick up from there. So it's positive. It's definitely positive. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that one, won't we? Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, have you got anything else? 
I, I do. I just wanted to see if Mark wanted to put anything in before I go into this one. No. no well, one of the other things, and it's kind of loose, re- loosely related to uh, what Jimmy said earlier about um, uh, New Zealand. Um, obviously, different countries have got different laws and different uh, different ideas of how to regulate and police. Uh, um, the industry now. Um, any of you see the Russian one this week? No, I haven't. No. Russia obviously is a big smoking country. Russia is actually going to regulate vaping products completely differently to tobacco products. So instead of doing what we've done and sticking fags and e-liquid together, thank you. Um, <laughs> That was a parrot, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Whistling the McDonald's theme tune. (laughs) Um, Yeah, instead of shoving it all into the into one sort of basket and sort of one one size fits all kind of thing, um, they're actually going to look at it and put them in as two separate categories, much the same as what we've done. Um, I was actually really surprised with with Russia for doing that. When you look at the the likes of Australia, which is just an absolute joke, yeah, to to have communist country like Russia do something like this is just incredible. Does Vladimir vape? Who? Vladimir Putin. <laughs> oh, Vladimir. no, it's the 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 Minister of Industry and Tra- and Trade. Just uh, make sure you know what's inside that vape. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, run it through a, run it through a Geiger counter before you try it. Just, just saying. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think they'd be the first ones to do it, but uh, with, no. with it being such a large country as well, I think Europe's got to start looking at why. Uh, maybe they'll use it a test case. Maybe, maybe other countries will use that as a test case and see, you know, what happens. You know, do they still are they still able to? regulate it well and what can they lax off on and what can they do and how can they change it all these things are only a big step forward for for vaping you know from the from the outside perspective russia is incredibly difficult um to get products into um we've we've tried um to get some of our products into russia and it's incredibly difficult um there's routes through belarus and sort of ways of getting it in um but it's incredibly difficult to get products into russia and run on a dinghy on an inflatable dinghy <laughs> try not to freeze on the way um, um but no just you know this can only be a good thing because i'd say russia's about a year two years behind us yeah. much like much like we're a year behind the u.s you know they're a year or two behind us, so they're they're really in our infancy there, where we were a couple of years ago. And obviously, having an embargo on on stuff coming into the country, you know, putting putting something like this in place can only be positive for them and their industry to allow yeah. more more hardware, more e-liquid, more more stuff into the country legally rather than having to take back routes or pay exorbitant amounts of taxes to get it in. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I think I think it's a big it's a, it's a good little step forward, and I think it's it'll be one to watch. Definitely a country to watch. Definitely, definitely. I know if you have a look on a lot of the YouTube, um, obviously Chris um, JB, you know he's had a lot of interaction with um, Russia, and he's sent a lot of test pieces out to Russia for review because they're all over it. They love the new products. They want to spend the money. They want. They just can't get it over there. Yeah, I know. I know Russia's Russia's quite uh, got a, got a very big hobbyist contingency over there haven't they yeah very much uh, so yeah yeah and and they like their they like their squonk boxes their mech squonks uh their mech tubes yeah there's a, i mean if you you only need to search for something on on youtube and you will get a russian language review of something yeah yeah so go on then jimmy mm. what's your last what's your last one so yeah i mean it, the, the the news from an outsider's point of view has been quite good, but actually, we've had a um, a little bit of news this week. My last one is um, some news that's actually happened within the vape community itself. Chandler, I know yes. you've been at work today, so I don't know whether you have seen it or haven't seen it. Um, have you seen what's been happening with Vandy Vape? I I have I have seen a post. Oh. Um, and it did take um, a little bit of deciphering, but I, I don't think I've got the whole picture, but I know that there is something going on. Okay, I will break it down for you in layman's terms. I won't go into too many details, but if people want to find out the details who don't know, I think most of you probably will do by now, or certainly by the time this airs, but... If you want to go and have a look for Vapor Trail's video on yeah. YouTube, which is Tony B, who is the guy who designed the Vandy Vape Pulse, all the series, the Pulse RDAs and the Pulse Squonkbox BF. Um, he's also, uh, in conjunction with Vandy Vape, um, creating a 80-watt regulated uh, BF. And it's been held back a couple of times now. Um and, and the reason became apparent um, the last day or so. Basically, Vandy Vape, uh, Tony B designed the, designed the mod, and he wanted to use the Genie chip, which is made by Vupu, the yeah. people who was the Vupu drag. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to use that in the Squonker, and Vandy Vape didn't really want to, but then... They've now they then succumb to it to to it because you know I mean they they design their own chip and stuff and yeah. Tony just went no I won't put this in it so okay and they they went into into discussions with Vupu agreed on a price and an amount of of items I think it was forty thousand to start with items being the boards with Genie chip great fine no worries in order for them to do this and make sure the board was going to fit and all the rest of it, they basically sent over all the blueprints and stuff for the mod so they could figure out where the switches needed to be on the board and blah, 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 to create the board so as it would just turn up to Vandivac's factory. They put it in the, in the, the, the physical mod itself, put the doors on it and, and you know, wire it up. Five, ten, yeah. and away it goes. Yeah. When they were supposed to be delivering the, the first lot, they didn't the date that they were supposed to. No one heard from them for a couple of weeks because of Chinese New Year. And then Is this, some... this Vupu or, or Vandy Vape? Vandy Vape didn't hear anything from Vupu. Right. Okay. Tony, B, Tony B didn't hear anything, but then he thought, you know, it was around Chinese New Year, so meh. Yeah, that yeah. happens in China. 
Um, eventually, when they got in contact, they basically turned around and said, no, we want another 15% on the agreed price for the board. And they were like, we're trying to do this on a budget. We're trying to put it out so as it's going to be a cheap 80-watt yeah, yeah. mod. Yeah. Okay, we'll agree, fine. Send us the boards. Okay, yeah, they'll be with you on this date. And they didn't turn up again. And then no one heard from them for a couple of weeks again. And then they basically turned and went, no, 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 no. We want another 15% on top of that. So they wanted 30% on top of the initial agreed price. Basically, what it turns out is it was a stalling tactic by Vupu. They didn't want to give them the chip. Right. Because they they had seen the Vandy Vape mod because they yeah. at the blueprints so they could make sure the mod worked with the, with the, the chip and the, the chipset and the, the switch and everything was all in place. Yeah. And they went, why, why do we sell them the chips and, and make pennies off of them when we can make a whole mod and make dollars and dollars and dollars off of each mod? So they stalled them to come into market because now Vandy Vape have got to go away and, and refigure the, the, the mm-hmm. mod out to work with this Vandy Vape board they've, they've designed, Re- redo all the packaging, so all the packaging came out with, you know, it's going to have the Genie chip and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a little bit of a, uh, a nasty thing for Vupu to do. So basically Vupu have cloned the... basically stolen the design of this squonker. Yeah, completely stole, completely stole the design from under Vandy Vape's nose. Now, there's... Uh, Voo-poo, that's a bit naughty. But you couldn't have done it to fucking better people. <laughs> you really fucking couldn't. How good does it look for fucking Vandy Vape, who stole items from Mod Maker? That's what we've been discussing. Every time we haven't mentioned names as companies and all the rest of it, and the, the, the friend yeah. of who owns companies, people who listen to the podcast may not have known what it was. Vandy Vape stole the cleaning rig from Mod Maker. Modmaker designed it. Um, Rick put a lot of time and effort into the Q and A, designed it, and then put it out to market. And about four or five weeks later, all of a sudden, uh, Vandy Vape had one which was exactly the same, apart from the knurling. They changed the knurling on it. So, I hope Vupu do bring this eighty watt out. And I tell you what, all I'd like them to do is change one of the curves on it. Just one curve on the box, just to really piss Vandy Vape off. And I'm sat here using a Vandy Vape Berserker. This is what I was mentioning in my hand check. I love the Berserker. Not so keen on the company. Not keen on the company at all. I I, I, I really, I wouldn't piss on them if I was on fire. I've, I've borrowed this Vandy Vape Berserker. It was already in circulation. I haven't bought another one. I've borrowed it from Jack. I'm going to hopefully keep hold of it as long as possible and, <laughs> and, and find something else that's going to that's gonna replace it because I really don't want to hand my money to Vandy Vape because of what they've done and they took they took the idea of a one man band who is growing exponentially but a one man band and could have crippled his livelihood and there's no I, way he could fight them legally yeah I kind of I kind of feel for for Tony B out of all of this I think he's the probably the biggest loser out of it because I mean it's quite a nice bloke Tony B I did a I got an in, I got an interview with him for at Expo he, he was on the Expo I don't think he's going to be the biggest loser 
if I'm honest, um, because yeah, he's still a very good reviewer. He still created the Vanity Vape Pulse, the Vanity Vape um, Pulse BFs, the Vanity Vape Pulse. 22s and 24s, they're still going to bring out an 80-watt regulated Tony B mod, but Something. it won't have the Genie chip in it. Yeah. It'll have Vandy Vape's own chip in it. And do you, know, do, do you know what? What I get out of that, the most satisfaction, Vandy Vape should take more out of that because actually they haven't used somebody else's ideas. They're actually doing something for themselves. Well done, them. They should be happy with themselves on that. No one's going to be able to criticise that box because, actually, they've done all the work themselves. Tony B's designed the box. They've designed the chipset. They've designed the board. They've done... Great. They haven't stolen anybody else's stuff. They've, they've done it themselves. And they should take a lot out of that rather than going... Yeah, they should have a bit more passion for the mod now and a little bit more of, that's mine, I did that, rather than well, we stuck their chip in it and they designed the board and stuff so it would work in this bit of plastic that we made. You know, they, they've done it all themselves. Well done, Bundy Vape. Don't steal people's shit because it karma is a fucking <laughs> bitch. Flavor of the week. <laughs> right, flavor of the week this week. Seeing as our special guest is Mark, we've actually got one of Mark's juices for the flavor of the week. We have got Jeffrey's Vintage Vape, and the flavor that I've chosen this week is the Orange Soda. So it is a 120ml short fill, so you get 100ml of juice, and you can add your Nick shots in there to suit. So, uh, go on then. Jim, what have you got yours in? Uh, uh, mine's in the D-Pro as per normal. It is a standard. It is the same build as last week's. Um, that I obviously dry burnt the hell out of to try and get rid of that shitty juice that was on it. No. Um, and uh, re-wicked it, obviously. I'm and, curious uh, as to what the juice was. I'm guessing it was one of ours. <laughs> No, it wasn't. That this was the this was the. I I love this juice. This was the Ambrosia by uh, Colonel Boom. I love it, but Jim seems to seems to dislike it for some reason. I heard you mention Panda, so I didn't know if it was a. No, it wasn't. Oh, no. It wasn't the Panda. No, I still love your Panda. <laughs> I, I I honestly do, um, and my wife really likes it. I've mixed up six for her a couple of times. Pop it into a ten mil bottle, and she'll carry that with her all day. It, it's it's one of those flavors that's just very different. But that popcorn uh, flavor, yeah, yeah, it's it, apple popcorn. It's nice. I do like pineapple. Yeah, this so juice, on. Wait, uh, finger test. I've done it twice now. <laughs> finger test. <laughs> I still don't get finger tests. Anyway, you go say on, that go every week when I finger out, test. Don't get finger tests. You see, finger tests for me. We've got one in the same uh, vintage vape range. Um, we've got a root beer. Now, to finger test it, it tastes like deep heat. Oh. To, to vape it, it's absolutely incredible. And I'm not just saying that. Um, yeah, yeah. I hate root beer. I think root beer is vile. But to vape it, it's beautiful. On your finger, it tastes like deep heat. Oh, no. And there's a few juices that it's, uh, sniff testing and finger testing, it's f- foul. But See, vaping I, it, uh, I fine. would rather use my finger test than a sniff test. Yeah, 
uh, your sniff test of the creme from ages back smelt like that bowl of ice cream that's been left on the side too long and it's gone horrible. Yeah, yeah. If finger tasted it, you got the custard. Yes, you did, to be fair. So go on, finger tested this one. What do you think? <laughs> so I've just cracked open a new flavour cleanser and it's actually full fat coke. Oh, full fat coke. It's very orange, but it's a sweet orange. It's not. It's not a citrus like dark citrus like the yeah. the rindy kind of orange that you get with a lot of them. It's it's a very sweet orange. It's more of a almost like clementine end that sort of sweet small orange as opposed to like a big fat bitter orange. Um, not very fizzy. The one thing I do notice is that. It doesn't seem to taste like there's a lot of coulada in it, which is fantastic. Yeah. Because the amount of orange juice, orange flavoured juices now that is orange, cool, and when you put lemonade or fizz or any of these words on it, it always tends to be like a really coulardery. I don't get any coulada from the finger taste. I don't know the we, We've got no coolant in that at all. You see, the whole, Good man. The whole range was designed, designed to taste like the pot man. Do you remember the pot man that used to come round with a milk float and you buy hoys, which was what what yeah. was in Leicester. Yeah. The man had come round with his dandelion and burdock and he'd come round with his... That, that's what we were going for. So we were going for very, very traditional, traditional old school flavours. Yeah, that's. I, I was gonna say it. Ta- it doesn't taste. It doesn't taste overly sweetened, but it's. It's a. It is a sweet orange. It's not. Mm. Uh, when I say sweet orange, I don't mean it's. It tastes like an orange has been overly sweetened. I mean it's like a a sweet natural orange. But anyway, I'm gonna vape it. Yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's like it's like an orange aid that's that you've let sit and get the fizz out of it. It's it's not that overly sparkling. What's the best way to describe it? It's like orangina, just a little bit sweeter. Not overly. Do you know what I mean? A lot. A lot of um, soft drinks. Today I find are overly carbonated, and yeah. that's that's what we went for. You'll find a little bit of fizz in there. You'll find a little bit of carbonation, but not. It's not like opening a can of tango. Don't expect no. No, but then I think if if you're trying to make something without something like a coulada in it or that frostiness to it, it's quite difficult to do. I think I I think to be to be fair, vaping it. it, it I think you've hit it hit it bang on the on the on the head. It's it tastes like orange aid. Yeah. Uh, it's exactly what it says on the label. And it's got that kind of sherbety fizz to it. So you've got that, that sherbety fizz flavour in the background. You've got uh, the orange the orange isn't too artificial, but it's yeah, no. but it's not too it's, it, it's it, not too orangey either. It's not orange aid, it's orangina. It's it is natural it, it tastes like a, a completely natural orange. I, I think especially with the with the, the more budget orange aids and you know, I've got 
a kid who goes through pop like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah. My eight-year-old. So we, we don't go for necessarily the most expensive of those ranges. Sorry, your juice is making my nose run, which means only one good thing, and that's that it's good. Um, <laughs> any good juice makes my nose run. Um, yeah. It's... it's um, it's not a budget. All the budget end orangeinas and orange aids and orange fizz or whatever you want to call them from from different supermarkets tend to be very artificial. Tend to be very from concentrate. Rather You've got that plasticky flavour with it. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and this hasn't got it. Like you say, it's very much a mandarin satsuma kind of orange. Yeah. So it's really it's it's really a nice flavour. Maybe even, maybe even a bit tangerine more like the, the, the smaller, sweeter oranges. But, but it's yeah, not- and I've, yeah, and I've tried a little experiment as well. I thought, because it, it vapes absolutely great in the, uh, as, a, as a direct lung, I've stuck it in my Nautilus Mini as a little mouth-to-lunger. And, okay. Mm, mouth-to-lung flavour. Beautiful. Uh, it was purely because I'd, I'd got a pink lemonade in here, and I thought, ooh, so what's what's the orange aid going to be like in here? And yeah, it's it's a great mouth to lung flavour as well. I wonder what I might do is I might nick a little bit out of this shampoo bottle that I got sent, yeah. um, and put a little bit in a ten mil, an empty ten mil bottle because I've got hundreds of them because obviously thank you TPD will have everything in ten mil plastic bottles, um, and I might even put some seventy two milligram nick in there as well to nick it up to maybe like a twelve or an eighteen. Yeah. And try it in the um, Berserker. You see, we're just at the final stages. Uh, we've obviously all our all our flavours are um, they've all been tox tested. Um, only problem is we had them all tested at seventy thirty, um, and not at fifty fifty. But we are mm. in the process of of running them through as a mouth to lung um, fifty fifty. Affordable range. Awesome. So TPD TPD compliant ten mil bottles. Perfect. Uh, that yes. would that would be bang on. Do you know what'd be even better is if I could find if I could get hold of some because uh, no one sells them around here. Um, salt nick shots. I could do it with a salt nick shot rather than as a salt nick. Because I do like my salt nick. I have become a bit of a fan of the old salt nicks. It's a bit on this old MTL drive. I wish I'd never said I was going to do it. If I'm honest. <laughs> Because I can't put it down. I, I honestly can't put that down. That setup stays with me all the time, literally all the time. It's it's become like my VVRM. My VVRM is with me all the time, and so is this. Those are the only two mods that I'm I'm carrying in the van at the moment. So, and to the hospital, I took those, and then I left the uh, Bonner in the in the car and had that when Babby was here. So, but yeah, I'd like to get some salt nick and, and whack it in here and. And see how that would be. Yeah, it'd be it'd be great. To, it'd be great to try the fifty-fifty maths lung versions because that uh, I think you know a slightly stronger. I usually go for nine, somewhere between nine and twelve, for my maths lung. So and I just put that in as the three mil, but taste great. Twenty milligram, Nick Salt. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I find twenty milligram a bit harsh for me. I'll um. On our next batch, I'll try and get you some concentrate over so you can mix up your own at 50-50. I'll, I'll, I'll try and get the full 10 range out to you. <gasps> oh, that would be, be awesome. Thank you. 
We are lucky. So boys. yeah, so that's so that's the flavor of the week. Jeffrey's vintage vape. You can get that from vapesque.co.uk and try the other ones. Uh, I mean, I've Iron Brew, Cream Soda. Uh, is the is the da, 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 root beer? Is that is that available now? Uh, I've not tried the root beer. Not available online until this weekend. Um, this so week, when this podcast and, goes live. Perfect. This weekend, um, Dandelion and Burdock will go live. Apple and Elderflower, which is my probably close to one of my all-time favourite juices. Um, Apple and Elderflower, um, Root Beer, Dandelion and Burdock, um, Cream Soda, Iron Brew, uh, Cloudy Lemonade. Cloudy Lemonade, yeah, the Cloudy Lemonade is lovely. And the mint. That the mint isn't being released in one twenty. Oh, isn't it? Right. We we decided against that. We'll probably go through on the fifty fifty. Um, but obviously, it was a because we, we were so proud of it. The mat <coughs> is incredible. The mint to me smells like a polo, tastes like a polo. It's very very good, but it doesn't it doesn't fall into our sort of vintage drinks. The beverage range, yeah, beverage range. So, yeah. unfortunately, I well. Don't my my suggestion to you to go away into your little lab is to come up with a, a cherry aid and a lime aid or a lemon and lime aid because lime aid was just one of my things as a kid. Lime aid was was yeah it was that was it. We've we've worked we've worked with lime before and it's a very 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 tricky one to get right. Oh yes, <laughs> without it you find you find citruses. That's why we like our lemon. Citruses tend to be quite harsh. Um, uh, you know our our cloudy lemonade isn't harsh at all it's very 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 smooth but the stuff when i work with lime it was quite quite throaty quite harsh so it it is work in progress and cherry i've i've not i didn't think of cherry Ah, cherry cherry panda pop that's what we need yeah cherry panda pop or or what was the other one raspberry ripolade that was that was a thing when i was a kid as well raspberry ripolade yeah. They were they were little things, but uh, you're right. I mean, lime is is always very difficult to, to 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 get right. I mean, the only thing that really seems to to hit the mark at the moment that seems to be trending is things like slime. Yeah, and, and um, uh, what's the other one? It's like a, a lime um, slush puppy, that sort of stuff. Slush that they oh. they seem to be doing quite well, but but, 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 but the lime is. Lime slushies tend to be over-sweetened and over-cool-arded. They do, they do but they're, they're trying to be a slush puppy, aren't they? Whereas you're not. You're hitting the market as a traditional drinks. Yeah. Like, I'm sure if you were to add a cola to that range, it wouldn't be a modern cola. It would be a old vintage-style cola. Yeah. yeah. And I love the fact that you've gone for a cloudy lemonade rather than the very yeah. modern pink lemonade bullshit that we came to see, seem to see from every manufacturer. Yeah. And you haven't got a strawberries and milk, so thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're good all day vape flavours. Right. I think actually that brings us probably nicely to the uh, to our vaguely serious section. The seriously we... vague section. The seriously vaguely seriously vaguely vaguely serious section. Welcome. To the vaguely serious section. Yes, vaguely serious. 
Right, vaguely serious section. I know I promised, I, I did put a post in the Facebook group and I said that we were going to do a live uh, recording of the podcast from Vapesk on Saturday. And humble apologies, it didn't happen. <laughs> and part of that, uh, most of that is my fault. Yeah, no, there, was uh, two, there was two reasons. The first one being that I didn't, I didn't attend. Yeah, for for obvious obvious reasons, with your your little and appearing on the know, day. Yeah. on the day, I was I was still going to make an appearance. I was still going to come come up and or come over and come over for an hour or so. But um, we were all a bit shattered, and I said to the missus, "You know, do you want some time with Bobby and and all the rest of it?" And then we had a little bit of a scare, and it, one thing led to another, and it was just like, you know, I, I can't. So I, I unfortunately had to avoid that. Uh, wonderful mate and it did look good because I, I did video call Chandler and uh, he, he did take me for a little wander around and I got to see all the goings on it was a bit cloudy in there but you know it was, it was very cloudy in there to be fair it looked, looked like it was good was it good yeah. Mark? Um, yeah it was a good night really good night it must have been a really good night for Chandler to not take the microphone out of his pocket once I think I think because a lot of our guys, obviously we've got our locals, we've got the guys that we, that regularly use the, use the shop, but we've also got, you know, we had the guys from TYV come down from Leeds, um, yeah. guys down from London, we had people from Sheffield, we had people from all over, you know, so it was a very social meet. I know, Chandler, you ended up in a few quite in-depth conversations with various people. Old, that, that's what I wanted. I wanted a very old school, no bullshit me, you know. Um, we didn't end up running a cloud comp in the end. The plan was to run a cloud competition, and it didn't happen, you know. And I don't think that distracted from the evening in any way, shape, or form. No, no. It was, it was a very, very social evening. You know, everyone seemed to have a good time. You know, we raised a lot of money for charity. It was, it was a really good night, a really good night. I enjoyed it, and I had to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were you were busy. <laughs> you were you were busy sorting things out. And... Do you think that the social scene has moved away from the whole cloud competitions and 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 cloud checks on Facebook? There's a couple of Facebook groups, okay, that I've been added to. I didn't join them through any you know wanting. <laughs> I got kicked out of one um, because I spoke my mind in it. <laughs> Um, the the whole throwing a cloud at someone and you know firing back and and all the rest of it. Don't you think the scene has moved on from that? Especially the so you know the 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 social scene has moved far 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 away from that. You see, I think the whole um, cloud scene disappeared for a while. Um, I'll agree with you there. I think recently, I don't know whether it's a forced thing where people have gone, hang on a minute, what happened to the good old days? I'm, I'm noticing a lot of the old firebacks on groups now, both manufacturer groups and the likes of Mechadiction and some of the, the, the larger mech groups. I think they're making a return, to be honest with you. Yeah. And whilst I, I don't think I've ever done a cloud video, not in the past couple of years anyway. But, you know, it's, I don't think there's any harm in them. You know, it's, it's, no. all, it's all shits and giggles. 
you know, once upon a time, there'd be cloud comps. They used to run cloud comps online. You'd stand there and show your builds and then blow a cloud and then it would be judged who blew the biggest cloud. I was a judge on one on Mechadiction. Hey. Um, but, you know, like I say, there's no harm in it. No, it's all a bit of banter, isn't it? But I, I certainly think it's definitely died off in the past few years. Um, but I think it's definitely making a comeback. I know clouds aren't everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. You know, it's certainly not. I I can... I can blow some fairly decent clouds. I seem to have lungs made of iron. Um, I like really hot builds. Mm. Um, and I, I, I can cloud with... I, I can hold my own. I'm not going to say I'm the best, but I, could, I can hold my own in, in most places. Um, I, I think I'm just becoming a boring old fart. Um, I, I really do. Some, something happened this week on, on Facebook um, and... and there was a, a call to arms basically from the whole of the group and um we, basically somebody somebody was in uh, in in need and and i found more enjoyment in donating some money to help somebody and and that side of the market and that side of the social scene than blowing a cloud and doing a fire back at johnny Biggins because he blew one at me three weeks ago, <clears throat> you know, um, or or building to point zero five and using a thirty mil atty with five coils in it, and you know, I've still got my thirty mil atties. Don't get me wrong, I still every now and again become a bit of a hooligan and get them out. But that whole hand check and and blow a cloud and yeah, snap back. It's um. Yeah, it's took a back seat for me. It really has, and, and I'm really enjoying the social scene at the minute. And and I think that the groups where they don't, you know, where where cloud <clears throat> cloud vids aren't the norm, suit me better at the moment. I don't know. Maybe I'm just grumpy. Maybe I'm. Maybe Chandler's walked off of me. It's it's yeah. I must have. Yeah. I mean, at the at the, at the event, it was it was it was literally a case of I I got chatting to people, and it wasn't necessarily chatting about vaping specifically. Did you, um, did and you we, have a chat with someone about milk or cheese or something? <laughs> Oatly. Oatly. Uh, our, uh, our resident copper. Yes. Yes. We had a we had a we had a conversation about Oatly. Um, and wondering whether, because I've never tried this stuff. Apparently, it's a milk substitute made from oats. And we were discussing, we were discussing how uh, whether it, how feasible it would be to make a uh, make a, fla- a juice flavour. I was just about to say, Mark, ought to add that to the range. <laughs> <laughs> you see, we did have, we had a really good conversation with that um, after I'd found out you'd had that conversation with him. I had the same conversation with him yesterday in the shop and i know he spoke to dale at tyv about the same thing yeah um, he did because dale was sat where still sure. sat next to us while we were talking about it so yeah he joined in i'm sure it's completely feasible but how you know the longevity of it well seeing as seeing as i've not to be fair seeing as i've not heard of oatly before i think demand might be um slim yes yeah, unless you did Oatly Custard. 
if you did oatly custard, <laughs> I think you'd get there. Because uh, uh, it would beat Ambrosia in my book. Uh, no, uh, that's, that's harsh. No, um, but if you did, or if you did oatly strawberries and cream, strawberries and oatly. That could you work. see, the whole point of this, I don't, I, I've tried oatly and I don't think it tastes overly of oats. It just tastes like creamy meh. Yeah, I, oh, I think yeah. It, it, it's from that's, that's, that's the that's the yeah that's the kind of the the point of it really. It's like arms. <laughs> it's the yeah. You see, there's a lot there's a lot of creamy mare juices on the market already. I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a few. I think the I think that I think the point of the the, the point of it was that that we I, I ended up in conversations with people and before before I before I knew it it was effectively the night was over um, you know I'd just been chatting enjoying myself socializing and and uh, just just having a just having a good night really with and, like-minded and folk you obviously walked in and there was a few people that you knew obviously you knew Dale and Lindsay and yeah you knew James and you know you'd have you've had conversations with Ollie and stuff via Vape Talk UK. Oh no, he's been on the yeah. show, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. But obviously you were you were in essence a bit of an outsider walking in. But did you feel like an outsider walking in or did you feel completely part of the furniture? It, it, well, obviously, you know, walking into a new place, you, you're thinking, uh-oh, what am I coming into? But it, it literally took a matter of minutes before it was, oh, hello, you're all right, come on in, da-da-da. So, yeah, it's, it's very, very quickly felt part of the furniture. But, see, I think that's that's part of the whole social scene of, of vaping because we didn't know each other from Adam at the last vape fest. And, and no. You came up to me. I was with um, Dan and, and his wife. Now was then, yeah. I'd say, um, at, and we just started. You know, we all just started talking, and there was loads of other people that joined us throughout the the time we were there. Yeah. People that we'd never seen. I think there was quite a few people that I'd never even spoke to on Facebook or you know through anything, and and it just felt so natural. I suppose it's because we've all, you know, we've all, we've all do the same thing. We've all got that common interest. And if people listening to this podcast haven't done the social scene, the best thing you can do when you walk into somewhere is is to number one realize that you're all there for the same game, and number two, you're always going to have something to put to, to talk about. It's that thing in your pocket. It's the reason why you came. Mm-hmm. You know, that is your conversation starter. If you feel awkward about talking to people, because I've done it. You know, I, I, I'm coming from, from personal experience where we've discussed on here in the past my, my inner demons and my social anxiety and issues that I have. Having that thing in my pocket, no matter what it is, it opens the doors and it gives you something to talk about and it gives you something to, you know, pop on the table or whatever. Oh, what's that, mate? Oh, what, what, take, oh, what do you reckon to such and such? Like Mark did with the Berserker. You know, yeah. that's the type yeah. of conversations you will have straight off the yeah. bat if you pull a mod out. A, 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 case of, a case of, oh, yeah, oh, I've got one of them. What, do you, what, what build have you got in it? How do you, know, how do you wick it? And, yeah, and all of this. And that's, that's where it comes from. <clears throat> so long as you yeah. don't sit in the corner with a nine-month-old kid and try and feed it e-juice, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's Oatly. 
Unless it's Oatly. <laughs> Again, there's a reference Mark won't get because he didn't listen to the last podcast. <laughs> I missed the last one. Yeah. You'll some, have to listen to it. But some twat in America tried to feed his kid or, or fed his kid um, Egypt. E-liquid. And his, his response when it, the mother rang the police and rang the ambulance for the child who was having a fit was, we've done it before. It was fine. It's fine. What? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much our reaction. So have you got any? Have you got any? Um, any more? Anything else planned? Any more meets or anything lined uh, up? Plans? Yeah, we want to keep the what what we used to do meets every sort of two or three months, but they all started feeling very samey, very samey. The same people would come in. We're going to keep them less regular. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not going to say right. We're going to have another one in four months' time. Mm. I'm I'm very much going to be, you know what? In two weeks' time, we're going to have another meet. Um, yeah, kind of keep them ad hoc. Keeps it fresh, doesn't it? Because you, you 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 released some lines, didn't you? Or or had testers for some new lines at the at this one? Yeah, we um, we released um, cocktail dreams as well as the three new. Um, vintage vapes, um, which were the root beer, the dandelion and burdock, and uh, apple and elderflower. Um, <laughs> they were my favourite juice of all time. Um, yeah, that you couldn't remember. Because <laughs> it now seems so. So yeah, we, so, yeah, we released five new ones, but we'd also got a handful of samples of the new stuff um, that's currently in development for feedback. You know, as as great as our testing team is, you know, they'll give us really, really, really good, honest feedback. Um, it's always good to let the public taste. Yeah, so we always tend to, you know, we open our lab up a couple of times a month for people to come in, open it up to the public, come and taste our e-liquid, come and have a try. What do you think? And then we'll alter our recipes based on based on that. Well, you can always send me stuff. I'll I'll give you my honest opinion. I'll I'll, I'll join the panel. Happily. Join the panel. Join the panel. Happily. <laughs> Happily. Um, yeah. I, the, the reason I said about you know releasing the new stuff um, was because the spontaneousnessnessnessness. The spontaneity. Uh, you can use that word. I use spontaneousnessnessness. <laughs> um, could do you, do you think that will that will lead? the next one do you think that the next time you do one will be because you're releasing a few no. more flavors or no no it's not it's not necessarily a case that we want to use people i know i know there was oh, no, no 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 i'm not i'm not saying to no, use no, them no. i mean that was sense what i'm saying is would it not be rather planning a date for it you know could it be a case of do you know what we've got them juices coming out why don't we have an open day so as people can come in and test them and you know before they go on the shelf sort of thing yeah, no, it's never it's never what we necessarily planned. It's just that um, it just happened to fall. Those juices would have been released that weekend regardless. It just happened to fall on a weekend that we got to meet. Obviously, my manufacturer business and our retail business are two completely different, completely different businesses. Mm. I just happen to be a director of them both. So, no, no, not really. You're just going to do one ad hoc when you feel like yeah. it. That's it. Whatever we feel like it. Yeah. I don't want them to be. I don't want them to be regular. All the third, the third month, every three months is going to be. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
week every three months is going to be. I, I like the spontaneity of it. I like, you know, right, in two weeks' time, we're going to do a meet, get a um, charity in place that we're going to sponsor, and just just go from there. I, I think I think these people who do do the, the first Wednesday or first, first Thursday of the month, it, it does become a bit of a, oh, that's on again, that's on again, that's on again. I'd better go to it. Whereas... I think if you don't do it, if you do do it as a bit more spontaneous, I think people will be like, do you know what? I haven't been to one in ages. Well, actually, it was the last one, but you know, I'm going to make sure I get there. I, and I'm going to make sure I get to the next one um, that you have, definitely. You see, our last our last one was last June, July. Yeah. That was our last one, and we'd not had one since. No reason other, other than, you know, we'd just not planned one. It wasn't, there was no reason behind it. Um, but I want... I want my staff to have fun as well. I don't want my staff to feel as though it's a chore. Oh, fucking hell, I've got to work till midnight on that Saturday. You know, it's it's. I want them to have fun as well. And whilst um, Keith, for example, at the weekend, he worked his ass off. He doesn't work Saturdays. But he came in and he worked till he worked till midnight, you know. And he had a good time. You know, he got to socialise. He got to chat with people. Okay, he was working but he was also being paid to enjoy himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's always better if you, if your staff enjoy the, the atmosphere as well. It really Absolutely. is. You know, and you know, I, I always want my staff to enjoy themselves at work because the, the time that you don't enjoy yourself at work is when it starts to impact on your work. Yeah. You, when you start to, not really give a shit or you know i can't be asked anymore you know it's it definitely impacts on your opinion and the way you work and i want staff that are motivated that are passionate about the industry that love what they do that they're proud that they vape you know and they want to talk passionately about what they vape how they vape and pass that advice on and help people keep off the fags yeah, and that's the ultimate ultimate goal of it, isn't it? But so, even people who are off the fags, you know, having having good advice on the next thing, or you know, what to get as a as an next setup, or have you tried X, Y, and Z? I think you might like it because blah. It is is always good as opposed to somebody who just goes, "Well, you've had that, so this is the next step for you." You know, that, that can become quite monotonous in shops. You know, people expected to go down this perfect line of you start on MTL and then you only build up to more airy MTL and then you go on to a, 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 a sub-ohm tank. Sub tank and then yeah. and then you, eventually you'll end up at drippers and that's where you stop. My, my sales guys for the, the manufacturer side of the business, they're all exactly the same. You know, they're all passionate they're all fun individuals. They all love and appreciate the industry. And you know what? I don't want people that aren't passionate. I want the people that are going to have fun, that can interact not only with other shops when they're selling our juice to other shops, but also if they walk into a shop, talk to customers, talk to and be passionate and love and enjoy what you do. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, And there's not many jobs... You know, I was, a, I was a teacher for 15 years. You know what? And I started off, I love teaching. I love working with the, with the guys that I work with. I enjoyed teaching. I was passionate. But after 15 years, you get to the point where, you know what? I've had enough. 
I've had, a, had enough of bureaucracy. I've had enough of the bullshit. I've had enough of government cuts. I've had enough. And you start to hate what you're doing. And that's the point when you think to yourself, you know, if I hate it that much, why, why the hell am I? Why the hell am I doing it? And that was the point when I gave up my day job. We were still, Vapest was set up before my daughter was born, basically to give my partner, to give Lindsay an income, so she didn't have to go back to work. And it went from covering her wages when she used to work at the bank to where it is now, and that that's all been built from passion from both Lindsay, I, and our fantastic team that we've had, not just our current team, but our, our previous team, you know, staff that have worked from us in the past. Which is fantastic. You know, we feel, we feel as though we've built a family, a family that cares, you know, they all care about each other, they care about our customers, they care about the industry. So, so you started you started online, didn't you? Just, just selling fake gear online. Yep. That's exactly how we started. So, how did you how did you move into the into the juice side of things, into the man, into the manufacturing? I have a sneaking suspicion the answer is going to be slowly. <laughs> slowly, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it was by pure accident. Um, we'd obviously had our own juice brands and we'd had them manufactured. Uh, we distributed a number of juices that we had manufactured in the UK. Um, some Canadian brands, American brands um, that we had manufactured, we distributed in the UK. And I'd always wanted to set up a lab. I'd always wanted to manufacture our own stuff, but it was just not, you know, with the time I had available and with the cost involved of setting up a lab properly, not not on the cheap, but a proper setup, um, it just just wasn't happening. I ended up meeting another individual who owned a business that was nothing to do with the liquid business, but was part of, it was part of bottling. They they bottled. Didn't matter what they bottled, they bottled whether it was soft drink, whether it was sauce, whether it was they bottled. They started bottling a lot of um, e-liquid. Um, they came to me and said, Mark, just happened that, the, that they were over the road. They got a sort of limited resources, but affected, affected for bottling, legal, safe, and everything else. And they wanted to release their own e-liquid range. So they came to me having created their first brand, and it was okay. It was good. But they were honest with me, and they said, Mark, you know, we don't know the industry. This is completely alien to us. We'd love some advice. So we booked them into Expo. They went to Expo and were completely out of their depth. Really didn't understand it from the background they were from. Our business relationship went from there. So, you know, gone from giving advice to owning a good percentage of the business in manufacturing and bottling. Perfect. Awesome. So just, just kind of chance meeting and it just kind of went from there. Yeah, yeah. It just blossomed into a beautiful relationship. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Bit like Marlon Chandler's, isn't it, darling? Yes, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so, Jimmy, did you taste his juice first? Uh, he still hasn't <laughs> let me taste his cheesy, cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to make you some cheesy cheesecake, some coffee cheesecake. Mark, what is next for Vapesk? For Vapesk? Mm. Oh, we're just going to carry on doing what we're doing. 
Is there, is there plans for any or possibilities for any expansions? Or um, we we have been looking at expanding recently. We've been looking at um, some smaller towns. Um, oh, for, what for another shop or something? Or yeah, for other shops. But we're looking at you know we've got our flagship store. We've got we've got the larger store. We want a few. We want a handful of satellite shops that are in sort of smaller towns and villages. Um, I live in Melton Mowbray. I live in quite a rural rural area. I know um, the area well. Do you really? Mm. I, I used to do airsoft in just in, in just out the back end of Melton Mowbray, actually. So yeah, and there's a handful of there's a handful of good shops in the area. But I get a lot of people coming into our shop saying, we've travelled all the way from Mount Mowbray or we've travelled all the way from Loughborough, we've travelled all the way from different areas to come to you because there's nothing there. Why don't you open a shop in? And that's something we're exploring at the moment, have some smaller some smaller satellite stores just to sort of fulfil small villages and towns rather than a city centre, which is what we've yeah. got with Lopesk at the moment. Hmm. Yeah, because you, your current uh, flagship store is, is in the centre of Leicester as well. Yes. It's not it's not on the outskirts. It's a city centre location. Yes. Heavily populated, heavily footfall. Yes. It's just fantastic. You know, prime real estate, prime retail real estate is, is where you want to be. And then, like you say, then, then you look to the smaller suburbs and stuff. And, yeah, it's good. Is there, is there anything from the juice line? Sort of thing um, that you're we looking? thought... We've got a handful of things um, that we're working on at the moment. Um, some a bit husher, some not so. Is is one of them this Oatly stuff? Is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely not. It is is one of them a strawberries and cream? <laughs> I'm going to release the strawberries and cream, and I'm just going to call it Jimmy. Bastard! Yeah, call <laughs> it Jimmy. <laughs> No, but you could call the cherry aid one Jimmy's juice. <laughs> He's working at it. He, he, you can't, you can't blame the lad for trying, can you? <laughs> and I want fifteen <laughs> percent. We've we've got a hell of a lot in. We've got a lot that we're working on at the moment, but um, we're we're not one of those guys that releases a shit ton of juices in. A small area, uh, a small amount of time. You know, we we like to get we we want to get it right before we release it. We won't just smash any old shit out there. You yeah, know, we, it's, it's it's not the throw as much shit at a wall and some of it will stick. Yeah, it's it That's... seems to be with with all of the ranges that seems to be five or six. Four yeah, or you see, I was I was a little bit uncomfortable with the vintage vape. Obviously, there's what is there nine, eight, nine. Yeah. Vintage vape, and that is a large. That is a big range, but they're all very. I don't think it is. They are I, all I don't. Good. I don't think, in comparison to to a lot of the ranges out there, that's not a big range. But it's a single range. You know, most single yeah. ranges are five or six, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I can think of a, a, a two or three English manufacturers that have. A huge range, and I mean a huge range. Um, oh, where you're coming from? I know who you're referring to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they have an absolutely huge range, but I think they've done it very similar to yourself. They started off with quite a small range, 
I think they did. I think I think actually their small range was a lot bigger than your small range. Yeah, but you, yeah. you sort of released three or four, and then you've added to that another three or four, and then you added to that another three or four. Actually, I don't think that's a bad way. I think actually it's a very good way because not only are you going to have people who've never tried the originals who try them through the range because they might, you know, if if you bring out a limeade, they might be really into their limes and want that, but then they might go, well, John, this is really good. I wonder what the lemonade tastes like, or I wonder what the, yeah. you know. And, they're all, and they're, all a very, they're all a very consistent range as well. So you've got, yeah. like you say, with your Jefferies, they're all they're all different flavours, they're all got a theme to them, and then you've got, like, your your new... Uh, your new cocktails that are coming that that you're bringing out, they are all. It's a cocktail range. You see the co- the cocktail range. I didn't want any more than five. We're we're in arg- yeah. we're in arguments over the last whether there's going to be four or five in the range. We've got we've got a dessert range come in. Um, we've got a coffee range. We've got a full proper tobacco range come in. There's a few bits and bobs that I don't want to discuss. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Just, just because you know, yeah. Cloak we want and to dagger, keep... cloak and dagger, cloak and dagger. We want to keep it quiet, and you know, and surprise everyone when it's released. So, something very different, something very clever. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not something we want someone because we get to know a lot of time on development. You know, for me to mention it and someone to smash something out yeah. very, very quickly. With our cocktails, we spent a lot of time working on our gin, and I publicly, we spoke about the gin, you know, we spoke about it on the show, and um, all of a sudden there's half a dozen gin juices that have been released, and, you know, I don't want the same thing to happen, so. No, no, no that's that's, yeah. that's fair enough. I mean, um, be as, you know, you've been, you've been as vague as you need to be, but also as specific as you needed to be. A dessert range sounds fantastic. A coffee round range sounds yeah awesome <laughs> i do like my coffee vapes I but mean. what you've got to remember is what what we're very much is along the vintage side of things so the desserts yeah. will be vintage style Good. desserts you know yeah. that's what we're we're everything we do a lot of what we do is all old school and sort of reminiscent you know oh remember this remember that bring back the good old days english heritage yes exactly. Ooh, i like that awesome you know what I'm stealing that. I'm actually going to write that down. <laughs> English heritage. <laughs> Look, English heritage desserts. You need to, you need to be paying me, right? <laughs> I accept. I accept juice. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have got to try, and I'll make sure you get as soon as it's released. Our rhubarb and ginger gin. <gasps> I love rhubarb vapes. I do. Yeah, I like that sounds gin. awesome. I'm, I'm, so, <laughs> like I'm so excited for that in the next couple of weeks. Do you know, uh, the amount of times that, that that has been said at 20 to 1 in the morning, I like gin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the time. But, the but this rhubarb and ginger gin is really, really sharp. And, and, you know, the rhubarb... I've worked with a lot of rhubarbs, and rhubarbs are very, very, very difficult to get right. But I've worked with a lot of rhubarbs. We've got, we've got the. Strong, <laughs> Thanks for that, mate. We've got the strong, sharp rhubarb with the the acidity, but then we've got a warming sort of ginger behind it, and then the gin's really sharp. Oh, it's just 
I'm oh, really proud yeah. of that one. Really proud of that one. I expect that to be flavour of the week, which I really want to change to flavour of the fortnight. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't kind of roll off the tongue, though, did it, really? Flavour of the Fortnite? Yeah, that's fine. Flavour of the Fortnite? <laughs> Expect that we'll one have, to come up. We'll have, we'll have a vote in the uh, in the Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the cancelled joke. Um, yeah, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand over a, a handful of juices for you guys to give away as well um, to the listeners. So if anyone wants to... Give them a try. Uh, I'm sure these guys will come up with something awesome for a competition and you can um, win a handful of adjectives. Oh, thank you for reminding me. You just reminded me. Did I, did I lead you into that? I did see it on the, on the oh, note. You, you did lead me into it. That I, was supposed <laughs> to do, I was supposed to do when we was doing the news, actually. I have a juice to give away <laughs> from the last show. I do. Yeah, you do. Because we, I, I took a... This bottle of anthrax, uh, anthrax is it anthrax? What's it called? No, it's not. Oh, ambrosia. this bottle of, of ambrosia that I've got here, this shampoo bottle filled up from Travel Log. Uh, because I'm not going to vape it, and that's quite obvious because it's still very full. Um, I, I was going to give, I'm going to give it away, Mark, to um, somebody who's been commenting on the feed that I put up. I'm actually going to send it to... Here we go, drumroll. Hang on, let me put these these numbers down. Mark, pick a number between one and five. Oh, I went to go for three, being a happy medium. Two. Two. Martin Robinson. I will be sending... I will be getting in contact when this goes live with Martin Robinson. And I will be sending him a bottle of Ambrosia. And he can let us know, as long as he fulfills the, the contract, which is that he has to review it for us himself, and uh, we can add that into the next podcast. Yeah, just to, just to, just to, just to record yourself on your phone. That'll be fine. Just a, just a quick, oh, what do you think? First impressions would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, just be nice to see what he thinks of the juice, because at the moment it's uh, one versus one. So, yeah, that would be... That would be quite good. So yeah, that that will be winging its way out. I might chuck in a few extra bits and pieces because, yeah, why not? Because yeah. But we will <laughs> we will we will run something for the the juice that Mark's going to kindly donate to the cause and let you guys yeah, try. That'd be fantastic. Let you guys try some of the juices that you know you might not have ever thought. Oh, you know, I might like that. You know, if you've got it sent to you, then then have it. But the 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 same thing applies with, as always applies with anything we give away on the show, uh, on the podcast. If you don't like it, pass it on. Get to someone else. You know, there's no yeah. in having 19 million bottles sat in your cupboard of, of juice you're not going to vape. Let somebody else have a have a crack on it. You know, it's um it's uh, a it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Know, work close well, to people. Well, thank you very much, Mark. Thank you for being on. It's been, uh, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you for having me. No, and thank you for inviting me down to the to the meet. Like I say, it was my first shop meet, and uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to coming down for the next one. Fantastic! And I'll have Jimmy there on the next one. I'll be, yeah, I'll I'll be on the next one. Come hell or high water. And what, <laughs> and what we do, we make sure you book you into a hotel, and we go check out the brew dog. 
Yeah. Oh, now then, now that sounds like a plan. That does sound like a plan. <laughs> are you uh, are you going to be at Jam? Undecided. Well, I'm not. I'm not standing, but um, I may well come for the social. Are you standing anywhere this year? That you know of, definitely. No, not as vapesque um, as as the manufacturer business. Yes, we will. We'll be all over the place, but we're not. We've not confirmed any of them yet. Right. So people will be able to find the Jeffries and bits and pieces. Yeah. If you if you don't if we're not there. As as a distro, I'm sure one of our other distros will be there. You'll probably see it at Jam. You'll probably see it at Expo. Um, are TY are TYV carrying the line or? Um, I know the Horsforth shop carries the vintage vape range. Other than that, um, I'm waiting for an order from Dale. So, <laughs> come on, Dale. <laughs> Okay, so if the viewers do want to, uh, the viewers, 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 Listeners. yeah, listeners, we've, we've we have to suddenly, suddenly turned No, it's just it's because I look after the Facebook side of things. You see, there's this thing called Facebook, and um, they can see my pictures yeah. and videos. So, shut up. So, wouldn't uh, they be readers? If the listeners want want All to right. find out what juices you do <laughs> stock, because Jeffrey isn't your only. Uh, only line, or they want to keep up with stuff. Um, where do they find you? If you go to vapes.co.uk, uh, I'm sure you'll put the link for those that aren't sure how to spell it. I'm not going to do it phonetically. Uh, but vapes.co.uk, hopefully by the time this um, goes live, everything <laughs> will be um, everything will be live on the website, and I will pass on a discount code as well for you guys for the VVRP listeners. <laughs> Oh, discount code. No. We've never had a discount code before. I've got a hashtag. I'm excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if, discount code. Yeah, we'll get the we'll get the discount if code. If you've uh, in, enjoyed listening to these two batter with each other and have a little bit of banter together and stuff, you can find them both on Vape Talk UK on a Tuesday night on the YouTube. Um from about eight ish. It's normally somewhere between five past eight ish. and about half past eight. <laughs> Start the show. <laughs> and they talk about bread for three quarters of an hour. It's a bit like VVRP. It's a bit like the vaguely vape related <laughs> podcast, you know, because it's a bit vague, really. You know, we talk about police officers and Oatly and shit. Um, but yeah, you can, you can hear them both on there. We've uh, actually got a really, really good show lined up for next week. Um, We've got someone quite influential joining us on the Tuesday night. I can't um, make it, I'm sorry. Huh? I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, huh? Mark. That was just fantastic. Uh, <laughs> so yes, join us 8 Tuesday night on um, YouTube. YouTube. On the YouTube. The YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, and don't forget that if you do want to get in contact with the Vaguely Vaping-related podcast, don't forget we've got the Facebook groups, so search for Vaguely Vaping-related on there. We've also got the email, so you can contact us on thevvrp at gmail.com. If you are after some merchandise, if you want a Vaguely Vaping-related hoodie, T-shirt or mug or anything like that we've got the the vvrp.cottoncart.com apparently Jim's awesome 
Jim's been editing the show notes, and Mark is even more awesome. Because <laughs> Mark also been editing them. <laughs> this will teach me to share the... Uh... Do you know what? I'm... Right, next time I'm actually going to print this off before we start, so you can't piss around with a piece of paper. No, that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and also, by the way, listeners, this was the first show that we've ever had proper show notes. <laughs> It's normally yeah. just a piece of paper in each person's house. This has actually been done on a Google document. We've gone very high tech. Very high tech. Google document. We've all had access. We've all edited it. It's been good. So, good. thank you very much for joining. We will be back in two weeks' time. So, uh, yeah. Will that, we'll be, see. will that be the last one before Jam? I was just, yeah, it will be the last one before Jam. So it's going to be a kind of Jam preview, I think. Uh, we'll have a little bit of uh, a little bit of strawberry jam just before we go, just to see. Uh, we'll have a little bit of chat of what's what we're what's what's there, what's what uh, prior to before, prior to going. That'll give you two weeks to work on your jam jokes. Yeah, it will. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll think of I'll think of something. Just don't get too stuck on them. No, that's it. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. <laughs> Need to. I need. I need to work on that. And don't make them too seedy. Uh, right. <laughs> All right, then we'll catch you in two weeks' time. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Love you. Bye. Bye bye. And break. Uh, I'm going for a pee. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I won't take as long as you lot because I've got an ensuite. Ah, uh, yeah, so this is where I hopefully we listen carefully to see if we can hear him pee. You see, I've got an ensuite. I just pissed, pissed in the kitchen sink. It's... Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, gen- I genuinely didn't because Lindsay would kill me. <laughs> I like the way you just added that just in case I do put leave this bit in and, <laughs> and Lindsay hears it. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> right, timestamp. You dirty cow, you've left the fucking pots and pans in here. <laughs> <laughs> the vaguely vaping related podcast will return after this brief message from one of our sponsors. 
Do you need some new juice? Or do you need to get a new mod or something to help with your vaping kind of lifestyle? Then what you need to do is get yourself down to Vapesque. It's Vapesque. You mean it says Vapesque? It's French or something. Okay. But why are we doing this? It's Mark Boland's shop, isn't it? And he's one of the presenters on Vape Talk UK. And, you know, I want to make sure I get this audition, don't I? Oh, right. We're doing this to further your career on the vape television thingy on the YouTube. Just just do it! Great. Okay. So, if you want... Yeah. <laughs> if you want some juice, some e-liquid, um, including the Vulcan Brothers range... Then get yourself down to Vapesque. Vapesque. Vapesque, all right. Yeah, get yourself down to Vapesque in Leicester uh, or the website vapesque.co.uk and get yourself some e-liquid and a mod and some wire and something. Thank you very much for listening to this advert. Thank you. (laughs)